everyone. Thank you for joining me. This is Vanessa with Feisty Mermaids. And in today's topic, we're going to talk about being authentic and what does that mean? So I think we've all been hearing a lot about this topic of authenticity and what is it? It's about being ourselves and presenting our best selves and never compromising for other people. And it actually came to the forefront when I was reading the book, The Little Mermaid to my daughter one evening. And I was actually reading the original version from Hans Christian Andersen. And in that book, the author actually has a very different ending. So I'll tell you a little bit more about the ending towards the end of the podcast. But let me go back to defining what it is to be authentic. So authenticity is the best definition that I could find is the courage to be yourself. And if you really kind of peel back that onion, and you start to think, well, I'm, I'm myself. I'm always myself around everyone and around myself. I can tell you that I haven't. And I think if you really start to dig deep and you ask most people or you really examine within yourself, you'll find that there's been plenty of times that you've done things uh, differently than how you would do it if you really were presenting your authentic self. Now, there are reasons that we do this kind of stuff. Sometimes we need it because of a job and we have to put food on the table. And sometimes it's maybe a survival situation where you have to do different things. But for today, we're going to talk about situations where you've had the opportunity to maybe do something differently and be your authentic self. So what I'll do is I'm going to share with you some stories. The first story is about times when I've noticed that I haven't been myself as I look back in my life. And when I first moved to this country, I wanted so desperately to fit in with with all the American kids. And I was kind of a little metalhead when we first moved to this this country. And I was wearing concert t-shirts and kind of ripped jeans or whatnot. And I found a crowd that would accept me and just kind of have me belong to their group. But as I got a little bit older and I progressed my high school career, I noticed that I started to really become someone else. I wanted to fit in with a different group of people, with a different group of girls. And I even noticed that my high school boyfriend would actually spend a lot of his paycheck buying me clothes because there was a certain look he wanted me to have. Now, we can talk a little bit more about that because in a different podcast, because that's really a lot of control, but we're not going to talk about that today. In the same vein, I also saw different friends that were so desperately trying to fit into a group that they would do just about anything to belong and to be with them. There was even one uh, young man, one boy, who one week would kind of hang out with the hip-hop crowd, and then maybe the next week he would hang out with maybe the country crowd. And each week he would actually show up completely dressed apart and wearing the right clothes and whatnot. Now, I think you could argue that he was trying to discover his identity, which a lot of us are definitely doing in the high school years. But I think if you kind of look back, you can say that he was really kind of bouncing around, trying to maybe find a group where he could belong. Another time that I can tell you that people haven't been authentic, and I've observed this, is when people are trying to conceal parts of them, whether it's from their families or from their friends, but it can cause a lot of grief. And I'll share with you one example of this. I was actually dating a young man, 
and he we'd been dating for about a year and a half and of course when the relationship first starts you don't want to share it too broadly because you don't know where it's going to go and if things don't work out then you have to kind of explain to everyone how things didn't work out but after a few months i certainly introduced them to my family and my brother and some of the important people in my life i was proud of the relationship even though it was a very non-traditional type of relationship on the other hand he was very reluctant to introduce me to his family. I never pushed it. Again, it was a very non-traditional relationship. And he grew up in a very small town that was very religious. And I think in a lot of ways, he felt that he would be judged by the relationship. But I saw what the relationship did to him. And it certainly did things to us to me as well you know by concealing me i felt that he was embarrassed of me in some way that he was not proud of who we were together but again the biggest change that i saw and the biggest reflection of this was in him and i started to see that hiding this kind of relationship from his family brought about a lot of stress a lot of negativity and a lot of fear of being judged and a lot of fear of people finding out that we were in a relationship. I think the relationship in some way led to a lot of anxiety and possibly some depression. I think there were other issues there that contributed to that, but certainly hiding such a core and important part of your life, such as your partner, can be very difficult. And actually research shows that when you are not your authentic self, it can actually lead to anxiety and depression. Now, there's another type of way that you are maybe forced to not be authentic. And another example that I can give you is from another partner. I was actually celebrating my 40th birthday, and I had a small gathering at a little restaurant at the beachside with very few friends, just a handful of friends that were just core and dear, dear, dear to my heart. We'd been through everything together. So, of course, the conversation was, you know, funny and loud, and we would laugh and reminisce about different things. And, of course, being Mexican-Filipino, the, the laughter and the energy that comes out of me is just natural. I'm, you know, naturally just a very joyous and happy person, I think mostly because of my culture. So at one point in the evening, my partner taps me from under the table, and he tells me that I'm being too loud and that I'm embarrassing him. And if you can only imagine what that does to you as you're celebrating such a milestone birthday, I remember the rest of the evening just feeling a bit clammed up and feeling like I needed to hide and conceal a lot of who I was. Now, these types of relationships can certainly be very difficult. And I think we've all been in situations, whether it's a friendship or a partner relationship, where someone doesn't love you or like your whole self. And I think that's one of the things that I've had to do in my life is actually look at those relationships and examine those relationships to see if I should remain in them. And that has been part of my journey is to examine and sometimes put a pause or completely end certain relationships because I can't be my authentic self. And knowing the research that's behind it, 
you know it's going to lead to kind of a dark place, a place of fear and a place of anxiety and a place where at some point you don't even recognize who you are anymore. And I've often heard that from a lot of my friends. If they end a relationship, they may say something along the lines of, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I think it's because they've given up so much of who they truly are that when they're no longer in that relationship trying to please the other person, trying to make the other person happy, they find themselves a little bit lost. It certainly is a journey and it certainly is something that you can get back to yourself. And I I can tell you that it has been certainly a, a long path for me. But finding who I truly am and knowing that I can be authentic and that I should be authentic in all situations has actually led me to a much happier and joyous place. So if we go back to the story of The Little Mermaid, in the book by the Danish author, The Little Mermaid still trades her voice and she gets her legs. But the legs are actually very painful. And every time she walks, it's actually like walking on glass. When she takes every step, she feels like her bones are going to break, like they're brittle. And she actually doesn't get the prince to fall in love with her. The prince actually marries someone else. And when the Little Mermaid goes back to the ocean, the book says that she just disappears. So in essence, she dissolves into the ocean and ceases to be a mermaid after all. So to me, what that means is that by trading who you really are for the sake of someone else or something else is actually eventually going to dissolve you. You will become someone that you don't even recognize in the mirror anymore. So I'm going to leave you with this quote that I found about being authentic. And it's maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's unbecoming of everything that isn't really you so that you can become who you were meant to be in the first place. I hope you enjoy the podcast and I'll see you next time.